Welcome to the Balancing Busy Podcast, where I help time-starved business owners cut their hours without losing income, dropping the ball with clients, or hurting the customer experience. I'm your host, Leah Ramelay. Since 2009, I've built six and seven-figure income streams while working part-time hours. This is possible and you are capable, so let's jump in. Have you ever had a plan to get something done and then hours go by and you realize you've done nothing because you got distracted? We have all done it. You have this plan, you have a purpose, you're going to get, insert the project here, done, and it's going to happen today. So you sit down, you're ready to get to work, but then you decide to check email or check if there are any new updates or you do a quick scroll or think, oh, I haven't posted in a while, I should really get something on there. You justify this, it's just gonna be speedy quick, right? It's a quick update. You see where this is going. Somehow, like those cool time-lapse videos that show stars passing through the heavens in seconds, you just realize that an hour or more has passed you by. It's a nasty trap that we've all fallen victim to. But every time that we do, we give up our growth, our time, and our opportunities. I feel like I sound a little dramatic, but I'm getting the point across, I hope. Because our lives, our dreams, our very existence, they can be traded for distraction without our even meaning for it to happen if we are not intent on being intentional. Sure, the day can go by and you're like, huh, what did I even do? But what about when weeks and months and years go by like that? Productive people do not let their day control them. They are in control of their days. And this is something that I just became obsessed with about 10 years ago because I was tired of laying my head down on the pillow and I was like, I never stopped moving all day, but I don't really know what I did. I don't really have a sense of accomplishment. I don't feel like I can say, oh, wow, I got all these things done. I needed to learn how to control my days instead of my days controlling me. In this episode, I want to share five strategies that helped me gain hours instead of losing them. Choose just one to start with. Yeah, you can go for all five if you're the overachiever, but honestly, you don't need to. Just just start with one. Something is always going to be better than nothing. So don't let this just be another good idea that you hear that, you know, passes through the the AirPods and it never gets implemented. We're about action that leads to results. That's how you balance busy. Okay, so my first strategy is the stay accountable hack. One day I was on the phone with my amazing sister and I was telling her about how messy my room was. I mean, you guys, it was so bad. It was so, so bad. And I've been trying to clean it for a week, but I'd inevitably get sidetracked or on some tangent or forget or just didn't feel like it. And it wasn't happening, but it was driving me crazy. I didn't like the way it felt. And I really, really needed to get it under control. So I'm on the phone. And I'm telling her like, oh my gosh, it's so bad. It's so horrible. And then I was like, you know what? Set a timer for one hour. I am going to work on cleaning my room. Call me back in an hour and see how I've done. And I hung up and I took this little video clip for good measure of my appalling room and bathroom and I sent it to her because, well, sisters love you no matter what. One hour later, before the phone had even rung, I sent her a new video. This time my room was in perfect order. My bathroom was sparkling white again, 
all because of a little accountability. I decided to take this same principle and apply it to my computer. Honestly, I've looked and been like, where can I apply this everywhere? I don't know if you were around or you remember, but a while back, I did my 40 days before 40 countdown. And I really think one of the reasons that I actually got to do all of those things on my list was because I shared it with all of you. I shared it on Instagram. I posted throughout the entire experience. And as I checked each thing off, I told you when I felt like I was doing great. I told you when I was super behind. But having you all paying attention, noticing, caring, it kept me accountable and it made it happen, which was such a gift for me. You knowing about it and keeping me accountable was a gift. So I want you to think about that. I want you to think about the power of this accountability thing. Okay, so back to my computer and staying accountable within my computer. Why is this so important? It's because what you don't realize can make you a fool. And while I knew I was wasting time on my computer, you know, I'd sit down to do one thing and then get distracted by something and and taken off on, on some rabbit hole, I didn't actually know how bad it was. I could see how messy my room was and how it was affecting me. But what about like those air quote messes that I can't see that were affecting me? What about the ones that are affecting you? I know it's not particularly fun, but we need to be brave enough to find out the truth about our own personal time wasters. Many of us would rather be an ostrich. Just let me stick my head in the sand. I don't want to know how many hours my phone says I was on it last week. I don't want to know how much time I really wasted on Instagram. I don't want to find out how many times I said, not right now to my kids. I chose to know. I reasoned that if I could see how much time I really was spending on Instagram, Facebook, websites, emails, you know, all the things, that it would help me to wake up. So I installed Rescue Time, which you can just, it's an app that you install on your computer and it shows you where you compare to others. Basically, I became obsessed with making sure I was above average. I was like, okay, whatever the average amount of time is, I'm going to be better than that. So this happened to just be one that I read reviews on and decided to try, but you know there's others out there, I'm sure. Over the years, I made it this game, and I just kept trying to see if I could keep myself more productive than the rescue time user averages. So my first hack for you is to track and then gamify staying ahead of distractions. What are the things that are causing angst for you? Is it a super messy bedroom? Is it not having plans for dinners? You don't have a meal plan. Is it that you sit down at your computer and you don't do the things you say you're gonna do? Is it letting your phone distract you when you really want to have that time being totally present with the people who matter most? Try to find a way to gamify and track so that you can be more in control of your time. Number two is sitting down and planning for small bursts. I thrive under pressure and I bet in some form you do too. When you give me all the time to accomplish a task, I'm completely indecisive, I'm less creative, and I'm just not at peak performance. We fill the space, right? But when the pressure is on, I do so much better. Knowing this about me, I started recognizing that if I had large blocks of times for work, distractions came even more frequently because I would reason that I had time for them. But when I gave myself shorter bursts of times, I stayed much more focused and my work was more creative as well. 
That's why I love my timer, and I'm going to encourage you to try it too. At the end of each day, I sit down and I look at tomorrow's project list, and I guesstimate how long I think each task is going to take me. Then I add up the hours to see what I planned for myself. You may end up realizing you're expecting 15 hours worth of work in a day where you only have a four-hour block. With that information, you can prioritize and reevaluate. Knowledge really is power here because without that aha, I'm going to guess you're going to pick the easiest task first and then you're going to be disappointed that you didn't make the progress you were hoping. There are the minor moves and the major moves. That's what Jim Rohn calls them. So the major moves, they are the ones that you want to make sure you do at the beginning of the day because you now realize that you planned 15 hours worth of work and you have a four-hour block, you need to adjust. Knowing the minor things are out of the way can really help you to focus on those major moves, on what matters. From there, I just set my timer and I jump fully in. It is amazing how much I avoid distraction when I use this method. I set the timer. I hear the little tick tick. You can also use your phone. I, I do both. But knowing that that's going, it just focuses me in. Plus, I love trying to beat the timer because I'm basically just a giant kid. It's like how you're like, I wonder how long we're going to be able to do this with your kids when you're like, OK, I want you to run and grab whatever it is you need, right? You're like, run and grab me the thing from downstairs. I'm an account. And you're like, how is this still working? How long are they going to allow this to work? It's the best. I feel like I'm a giant kid. You set a timer and you say, okay, get this done in this amount of time. And I'm like, I'm going to beat it. So this really helps me to eliminate distractions that otherwise make their way in. Today's episode is brought to you by Flowdesk. And with the Balancing Busy podcast, you can get 50% off and make your email marketing beautiful, simplified, and well, actually send email out, which is the whole goal. I have been using Flowdesk for several years now. I love it. I even transferred all of my private clients over to Flowdesk because they were all struggling with email systems that were bulky, clanky, frustrating, and then they didn't send emails. And now they're sending them regularly. You can try Flowdesk at 50% off by going to Flowdesk, F-L-O-D-E-S-K dot balancingbusy.com. Number three is only one screen at a time. Speaking of distractions, picture this. You sit down to get to work on that project, the one you've been meaning to do. You get everything together and sorted and you're ready to dive fully in. But just as you inch your way in, you hear the ping. A notification is waiting for you. So you open that and click a link, which takes you to another link. And then you get an idea. So you open Word or Google Docs or a draft or notes or whatever. And at some point you hit all screens to find that there are more screens up on your desktop than candles on your last birthday cake. They have all become distractions. Not that they're not good things, but you had a plan. And I fully need to admit here that I am a repeat offender. I am notorious for like 500 tabs being open at once, you know, until your computer is like, dragging itself and you're like, no, 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 don't, don't go anywhere. I need those. I'm, I'm really bad. And it's something that I have worked really, really hard on. That's why now I try really hard to keep projects tabbed in one window and then I minimize everything else. So if I'm working on 
a blog post, if I'm working on a podcast, if I'm working on a client project, everything around the podcast research or the blog post research or the client, they're each all tabbed in their own window and then I minimize everything except for the one thing that I'm working on. This really helps me to try to focus in and not get distracted. Okay, number four is creating your own mini reward system. Did I mention that I'm just basically a adult little kid? But I really, I'm serious, this works, so give it a try. If you want to increase your results, we need to do first things first, aka you do the most important tasks first, and then... I give myself a little reward. That's right. I'm totally using Pavlov's law on myself. And basically, I reward good behavior. 45 minutes working really hard gets me 15 minutes of scrolling on whatever I want. I do set a timer, though, to make sure that that 15-minute scroll session does not become an hour. I do this with everything in my life. Whatever I want always has to come as a reward for something else. If I want to do a little DIY project, I tell myself that the house has to be clean first. If I want to read a magazine, I decide that it's my reward for finishing the laundry. You see the pattern. Same with scrolling or Pinterest searching, only I get the client project done, then I get to work on something of my own. This pattern of just many rewards has really, really helped me to first be able to have those distractions because we do need downtime and we, we need moments where we get to you know, just be. We need to refill the energy cup. There's only so much energy we have. But also it helps me to stay more productive and I can have the rest within boundaries and I can be productive within boundaries. Number five is creating a big reward system. Okay, so number four was mini rewards. You could tell like, you know, 15 minutes for a scroll or a little DIY project. This is the big reward systems. You don't work to work. I mean, yes, you can love what you do. I definitely do. In fact, if the house is empty and I have a day to myself, I get giddy because I'm going to get to work on personal business projects all day long. And you better believe I will. I'm going to do it with amazing food too because, I mean, this is my reward. This is my special day. But that's what I would choose. I love what I do. But work is also meant for creating experiences. So what is going to be your bonus when you reach specific milestones and goals? And you need to make it really fun. Like honestly, please make it fun for yourselves. Something that you really, really want, but it would be so hard to justify normally. It's it's not your average Wednesday. I decided to attach my first designer handbag to be my bonus for reaching a goal. I've also attached planning an overnight all by myself. It's every mom's dream, let's just be honest. Trips, special meals, girls' nights, girls' weekends, even putting huge chunks of cash toward something, all kinds of things. I mean, truly, all kinds of things. It just needs to be something that excites you, that you get really, really fired up about. I love to also use this hack with my family, especially when I'm in a big project or launch. When I was getting ready to launch my first course, I knew everyone was going to have to sacrifice a bit in those final weeks so that I could make it all come together and launch it. So I told everyone, I was like, you know what? We all deserve a bonus. You guys are going to be sacrificing because mom's going to be busy. You're going to have to help me more. And it's going to be two weeks of really hard work. So during this two weeks... 
I think when it's done and when it launches, we all deserve a bonus. So I let each of the kids pick what their bonus was going to be. Now, this was a really long time ago. They were still really little. And it was how my girls got their American Girl dolls and my son got this huge Lego set. But it really did work and it it helped us all to feel involved, to feel part of it. So think about how you can give yourself a bonus the same way that, you know, the CEO of a major company, he gets a bonus if they reach their projections or she gets a bonus if they reach their projections. What's your bonus going to be? What's your bonus if you reach your projections, if you reach your goals? Set something really fun and crazy and then promise me that you will not feel guilty when it's time to say yes and and make it happen for yourself. So there you have it, my five strategies and hacks to massively increase your productivity. They were one, stay accountable by tracking your time or finding time wasters through apps that track your time and then gamify yourself into getting better results. Number two, Sit down and plan for small bursts. Look at your day, guesstimate how much time each item needs, add it up to make sure it's doable, and then start with the biggest needle mover, set a timer, and go. Number three, only one screen at a time. Bring all of the tabs that are relevant to that project into one screen and minimize everything else. Number four, create mini rewards for yourself. I like to plan out how long I think a task is going to take, and then I schedule in a little extra time as my bonus. Now, what's awesome is if the task takes longer than expected, then I have a buffer. If I get it done early, I have even more time to just enjoy something for myself. And number five, create a bonus structure for yourself. These are those big rewards. When those corporate CEOs reach their marks, they get bonuses with multi-zeros behind them. What's your reward when you reach the mark? Make it something really fun that you can get super excited about. As Jim Rohn says, either you run the day or the day runs you. Here's to you being in charge. I'm Leah Remillay, and this is the Balancing Busy Podcast, here to help you have a business and a life that lights you up. I'm here to help you get more done in less time because you and your family are worth it. This is possible. You are capable. Now it's your turn to claim it. If you loved this episode, please go to wherever you listen to your podcast and leave a review. It helps me to share my message, spread the word, and get this podcast out there. Plus, it totally means the world to me. And if no one's told you yet today, you are amazing. Amazing.